Hey friends, are you one of those people that think that the Bible is just full of do's and don'ts and you just really don't have time for that? Well, I want you to hang around for today's episode because we're going to be looking at 1 Peter 3 where we're looking at old and new, the external versus the eternal. So I hope you'll grab a pen and stay with me as we dive in to this great lesson on what it means to be a woman after God's heart. Hey friends, welcome to the Productivity and Proverbs 31 podcast. I'm Kathy Lanham, your host, your mentor across the airways, if you will. I'm a mom of five, former teacher and top 2% company leader. Now I'm a coach, a podcaster, and a business strategist. Stick around if you're a Christian mom with some big dreams, messy bun, and sweatpants. You might feel all the guilt, but you refuse to be a Pinterest perfect mom. You live in your car and reheated coffee is a staple. If chaos is usually rampant and you'd like some practical tips on how to grow a business, grow in your faith, and get some control with an occasional date night thrown in as a bonus, hang around. Because as we grab these few minutes together, I want to help you keep growing in your faith, build a business that lines up with your God-given gifts and talents, and make memories of a life you love. So reheat that coffee and let's get started. So friends, today we're going to do something a little bit different, and I'm going to start us off with a word of prayer. Father God, I know that today's message can be powerful and liberating, so I pray for the hearts of these women that are listening to be open, that they'll have ears to hear and eyes to see as they seek to be a woman that's truly pleasing to you. In Jesus, we pray that in your name. Amen. All right, guys, as we look at this little passage in 1 Peter 3, it is just jam-packed with great instructions for us. And my question is, are you living for the external or are you living for the eternal? And there's a great difference because the eternal is that's what God values eternally is what God thinks is precious was the external is what the world values. And when I say the world, I mean our friends, our peers, the TV shows we watch, the talk shows we listen to, all the angst of the things that are going on in the world, what other people think is important versus the eternal, which is what God values, what he finds is precious. So he's looking at our heart, our character, our speech, our service, those products of our life that our habits of holiness have helped to hone in on. Now, when we look at the eternal versus the external or the external appearances versus the eternal, man, this is at war. The Bible is full of the old life versus the new life. This is how you used to be. Formerly in the former days, you walked in this way. And then this is how you are to be now. This is what you're to be characterized by. This is how I have made you to be. You're called out, set apart. You are called to be different. Do you know that's actually what the word ekklesia means in the Greek? It's it's the called out ones. We're set apart. We're sanctified. So anywho, let's just jump into what is it that the world says is important? Well, with our appearances, our physical appearance, our clothes, our weight, do we have wrinkles? Do we not have wrinkles? What's your success? What job do you have? How much money do you make? How many children do you have? Are those kids in all the right schools? Are they doing the right activities? What car do you drive? Those are the things that we can get all warped around and wrapped up in pursuing those things that really at the end of the day, when we stand before the Bema seat, judgment of God, that mercy seat, it's the Bible calls that just chaff. It's just going to burn away because those things really do not matter. Whereas those eternal qualities, the things that God wants to develop in us, the fruit of the Spirit, which He gives us, it's a fruit. It comes because 
we are believers. We have the fruit of the Spirit. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, gentleness, goodness, faithfulness, and self-control. Did I get them? The fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, thankfulness, gentleness, and self-control. I always leave one out, so I have to sing the little song in my head. Ergo, another reason you should be teaching your children all the Bible songs. But let's look at 1 Peter 3, and I just want to read these verses to you in the same way. And when you see a little passage like that, you need to say, what's that mean in the same way? In the same way as what? Well, if you look back and you go into chapter 2, you're going to see in the same way refers to how Jesus acted. When he was being persecuted, when, when he was facing all the things he faced at the end of his life, how did he act? And it says, in that same way, you wives, be submissive to your husbands. Well, I could just stop right there and have a whole Bible study, right? Who wants to be submissive? And who even likes that word? And hello, we're in the 21st century. Kathy, do you not understand that was old, archaic language and we don't do that anymore? Well, hello, I'm here to tell you, we still are. All of the word is in, of God is inspired. And it's true, and it's written for our instruction. And that word is actually a military term. So it's like our soldiers who are in the military today. You willingly put yourself under the authority of another. Doesn't have anything to do with if you're smarter, if you're quicker, if you're faster, if you're more in shape, if you're better. All of those things are irrelevant. It's a position of role. So be submissive is a military term that means to put yourself under. So moving on. So that any of them, if any of them are disobedient to the word, that they may be one without a word. Don't you love that one? Uh, That means no nagging, no leaving little pamphlets around, no listening to Christian radio wide open, hoping that they'll get it. No nudging them when you're in a service. So that they may be one without a word by the behavior of the wives. I can't even hone in on this behavior of the wives nearly enough because that is the character. Godly character is what is desired of us to be a reflection of our father who created us and who wants us to be like him. And y'all, I know in the middle of the day when you are at your wits end and you are worn out and you have nothing left to give and everybody wants something That is so hard, but that is the beautiful fruit that the Lord wants to reveal. So that our husbands may be one without a word by the behavior of the wives as they observe your chaste and respectful behavior. Your adornment must not be merely external. There we go with that external, the braiding of the hair, wearing gold jewelry, or putting on dresses, but let it be the hidden person of the heart, which is the imperishable quality of a gentle and quiet spirit, which is precious in the sight of God. All right, there is so much in here. We need to just unpack that. But first, I'm going to tell you a little story. I was on a mission trip in college, and a friend that was there on the trip, he had a friend come down and visit. And we were sitting there talking. And of course, you may have guessed I'm a little loud. I like to have fun. I like to laugh. And we were talking, and he goes, wow, good luck finding a husband because, you know, you don't have any of that Uh, gentle and quiet spirit. It just broke my heart. That hurt my feelings so bad. I mean, you know what? He's attacking my personality and it's more than personality. You can be loud and fun and have a good time and you may or may not find a husband. I don't know God's plan for you in in his plan for my life. I did. But um, that gentle and quiet spirit means a, a peace that we cultivate on the inside of our heart. And that's the hidden person. Now, your adornment, Is it wrong to wear jewelry and put on clothes and have nice things and want to look nice? Absolutely not. Because it says, let it not be merely external. So 
it means we need to have a little bit more substance, not just fluff, but we need some stuff on the inside. We need some character traits that are godly. So not just merely. It's okay to do it. Don't obsess over it. Don't get obsessed with it. If you're a, if you are a, a makeup influencer and you're going to be a beauty blogger and that's going to be your livelihood, well, that's fine. But don't let that define who you are. Don't let it be merely external but let it be the hidden quality of the heart. And how do you develop that? Well, I'm just going to tell you, being married is one great way to develop all of the things. Having kids is the other way. Because actively trying to be submissive to your husband, actively putting yourself under the authority and working toward having a relationship that honors the Lord and to be a godly wife and mother, that is going to sharpen your character. It will grow your faith and it will deepen your prayer life like none other because this is a high calling. If it were easy, everybody would be doing it and everyone isn't doing it. And even, I just want to give you kudos and applaud, even by listening to a podcast to try to grow your faith and to have your quiet time and to do those things that others aren't doing That's how you develop it. That's how we work it out. That's how we develop this hidden person of the heart. And it's so interesting. If you go on down in verse six, it says, for just as Sarah obeyed Abraham, calling him Lord, you've become her children. If you do what is right without being frightened by any fear. And is there not a lot to be afraid of right now? I mean, we, the world seems to be falling apart at our feet. So how then do we live? What do we do? We run to our rock. We hide in the shelter of the most high. We give ourselves voluntarily to his word and his will. We see what is it that God says in his word. Okay, before we used to be this way. Now I want you to do this. Now some of that may be the do nots, do not do, do not do, do not do. But those are for our boundaries. Just like if you listen to how many times a day you say to your kids, don't do that. Do not run in the street. Do not touch a hot stove. Don't play with, don't curl your chair back on its back two legs. Don't do this. We're full of do's and don'ts ourselves. Those are boundaries that we're drawing for our children. And in the same way, God, through his word, has given us boundaries to keep us safe, to protect us, to grow us in his godly character. And then verse eight, in case somebody's still tripped up over all of the submissiveness, in verse eight, or seven first, you husbands, in the same way. So there's in the same way. Live with your wives in an understanding way. But verse 8, to sum up, all of you must be harmonious, sympathetic, brotherly, kind-hearted, and humble in spirit, not returning evil for evil or insult for insult, but giving a blessing instead. For this is what you were called. You were called for this very purpose that you might inherit a blessing. So y'all, as we look at who we are in Christ and how much time we spend on our external. I just want to encourage you with this word and ask you, are you spending an equal amount of time on the internal for the eternal? So are we developing our internal selves for God's eternal glory? Are we spending a lot of time on the external that's going to be burned up and doesn't matter? And then again, I want to repeat And it is not wrong at all to want to look hot, sexy, and great for your husband. It's when we get obsessed with our gym membership, obsessed with our weight, obsessed with those gold numbers, obsessed with having all of the things that we get in trouble. So today's lesson is really practical. My call to action here for you is is to spend some time really looking at where do I spend my money, where do I spend my time, and how much of my day 
is spent externally on things that really don't matter versus eternally, the things that do matter. Because at the end of the day, I think that we want to do that which is precious in the sight of God. And look at here, look at here, look at here. Verse 9, we were called for the very purpose of being a blessing. So I'm just going to encourage you like I always do. Go be a blessing to others today because when you're a blessing to others, you cannot help but be blessed yourself. And until next time, this is Kathy. Hey guys, real quick, I hope this episode was a blessing to you and that you learned a nugget of truth, got a laugh, or had something that you can share. It would be such a blessing to me if you would go over to iTunes and leave me both a starred and a written review. I would love to be able to read some of those reviews online and that pours into my ministry and my work so much. In addition, if you want some of our free things, that's found over at kathylanham.com. I'd love to connect on social media. DM me at at kathylanham. That's my handle over on Instagram. So until next time, go be a blessing to others. Because when you're a blessing to others, you can't help but be blessed yourself. Take care.